It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The vibes are not immaculate. The mullet magician is MIA. Very sad. And we are sad. Very sad. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post game show. Don't forget to hit that like button. Even though the Molt Magician's not coming, we still need the likes for, for moral support. Yeah, we do. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah here with PD. Craig will be calling in for Mullet shortly. We have Danielle behind the Mac. PD, this has not been a really fun stretch of Coyotes hockey. No, and it's and, and unfortunately the teams they've had to play at home are really good teams. And when you play the Winnipeg Jets right now, they're first overall in the NHL. They're the hottest team playing right now in hockey. And this game is too easy for them. Uh, the Coyotes needed to make it, make it like we talked about the mullet magic. We talked about the speed. They talk about their ability to get to the net, try to create and generate some offense. They did none of those things today. It, the, the Jets were just better. It was a better team. They got to the net. Um, that Jets team is going to be a lot to deal with. And, and unfortunately for Arizona, the Boston Bruins are next. Oi. <laughs> Turns out you've heard of them. They're kind of good too. Uh, this, yeah. this is too bad. They, they, there's a there's so many things that this team team needs to do to right the ship. And we talked about. It. I saw it in the chat before we got started about the the streak of the five Stanley Cup former Stanley Cup winners. And yeah, that was great. They're playing great hockey. They're playing mistake free hockey with great goaltending. And right now they're not playing mistake free hockey. They're not defending well. They're turning the puck over way too much. They're in the penalty box way too much. And they're not getting that huge save when they really need it. It's, I'm not putting this on the goaltender. I, I've done that before. That's not the case tonight. Yeah, it's just, this was not There's so many other things that just aren't going well. Like this team isn't defending well enough to win. And, and they have to defend better and they have to stop turning the puck over or this slide's going to continue. Because they've got some really tough teams coming up. Having said that, they can compete against teams like the Boston Bruins and the Winnipeg Jets. They just need to. They just need to stop hurting themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that we've been seeing again and again with this team. Uh, let's get started with the numbers in this one uh, presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union, named by Forbes. Uh, the shots on goal in this game were shocking. Um, in the end, it was 36 to 17 Winnipeg. But after the first period, it was 14 4 Winnipeg and then 12 5 Winnipeg. I mean, this was actually not the lowest shot total for the Coyotes this season. That came on October 17th against the Islanders with 14. However, this is only just three more shots on goal. Um, and when you're 
facing Connor Hellybuck, one of the best goalies in the National Hockey League. That's just not going to get it done. Both teams unsuccessful in the power play. I guess one positive of this game is that the Coyotes penalty kill was perfect. Uh, Jets were 0 for 4, Coyotes 0 for 2, faceoffs pretty even, and shot attempts. The Jets had 73 and the Coyotes had 48. Yeah, you look at the shot total. You're not going to beat the Winnipeg Jets getting 17 shots on goal. You're not. I mean, Connor Hellebuck's an all-star. He's one of the, the, the best goalies in the league right now. He's a top goalie in the Central Division right now. You gotta, you've got to get more pucks on it. And I thought there were times early in this game where the Coyotes were passing up opportunities to get pucks at the net. I thought they were passing the puck a little bit too much. I think they were, they were trying to make the prettier player. This is one of those nights when you can look up at the scoreboard and you see what the shot total is. you got to get pucks at the net. Get over the blue line, get pucks to the net. Maybe something will happen. They just never seem to get it going offensively tonight. I mean, they get the goal late by Gunther on, on the wraparound. Hallibuck misplays it completely. I mean, it's, it's a nice play by Gunther getting the wraparound, but by then the game's out of out of reach. They never got their offense going, even on the power play. But you talk about their penalty kill. I, I guess if you want to talk about a bright spot, that's it. Like they they kill they kill four four of the jet power plays and that's their one bright spot of the night because I, I just don't have much to say where you go, oh, this player played well or, or these were some good things. I don't think it was it was one of those nights where, where nobody had it tonight. And you no. usually can rely on that Bugstead Kraus line. They didn't have it. It's just they didn't it's not that they're not competing. And I know Bear talked about that when we when we talked about the ice den yesterday. It's not their compete. It's just it's just their mistakes right now. They're coming up to catch them and and Team's not good enough to play with mistakes. They're just not. Yeah. And that really showed tonight. This Winnipeg Jet team's for real. Um, I, I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs, and especially if they can get Kyle Connor back. Yeah. I don't think any of us really saw this coming. And and to give some credit, I mean, this is the best team in the National yeah. Hockey League right now. Um, so maybe none of us expected a win. But again, this is now the third straight game that the Coyotes have lost by three or more goals. And the worst part of it is they keep coming at home. Like, they have been outscored 15-4 at Mullet this game and the last two combined. That's not great. Mullet, we, you know, we sit here, we say Mullet Magic. We have the Mullet Magician. It's all fun and games until it's not. And it would be one thing if they're, they were holding on and it was one yeah. goal. Even a two-goal game, a two-goal loss at this point, I would take. I mean, at one point, this... This the score of this game was two one, and this was within the kind of. And you thought it, it kind of gave you that comeback vibe that they yeah. had a week ago. They've they've come back multiple times this yep. season. You can see it maybe coming in the third period. Gosh, maybe they are going to be able to turn around, play poor in the first period, come back with a goal, make it close, then make it exciting in the third period. But they just didn't. And, and you talk about it at home. This is a team that everything stacked up for this game really well. They had a couple days off you know, with a practice day. And I know it was a five o'clock game, but the Winnipeg Jets had yesterday off from practice after playing a back-to-back in, in California. Their dads are here. They're in Arizona with a day off with their dads. You don't think they screwed around yesterday, went to a <laughs> golf course, maybe a nice dinner, a couple of pops? Yeah, they probably did. And then there's no morning skate today. So it really set up for all of the things we talk about, the Mall of Magic. We talk about having the Tempe flu or, you know, the Mill Avenue flu or Old Town flu. I'm sure that was there. Like they, they will say it wouldn't, but their dads are here. They're going to go out and have fun. So this was set up. They needed to have a better start. They should have been better off the start. We've said that all three games. It's been seven games since they've played well in the first period. Like <laughs> they've got to have better starts. And I don't know what you do. I mean, you can show them video. You can talk about in practice. You talk about it in meetings. 
They just have to come out and find a way to generate something in the first period because the Jets were all over them again. And they almost survived the period 0-0. Like I thought, oh my gosh, like they actually might get out of the period not down at all. It might just be even. And then in the final minutes, Winnipeg scores. Um, and at this point, it's basically a lock to bet on BetMGM. Yeah. Like the other first team, like scored. first goal yeah. scored by whatever yep. team the Coyotes opponent is because this team just cannot score first. They cannot score first at home. I think it's been a month, like exactly a month since they scored first at home. It's just ridiculous. Um, and it's it's just sad. Um, yeah. But for those who follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes, we put out uh, an extensive scouting report that PD did Um also, for those who don't know, PD was a video coach in the NHL for 23 yeah. years, so it's pretty cool that so we have, have his skills at our disposal. So he did um, a, a really intricate scouting report, which I highly re- recommend going back and watching because you'll see watching it some of the mistakes that were made tonight. Um, but we, we I guess, summarized them all into three points. So let's take a look at PD's scouting report. And PD, how did the guys do? Well, we always say if they get two of the three keys for the night, they might win the game. Right. And when when we talk about go back and, and I want people to do this because they, they've got time. I know um, Caleb's got time. What's he got going on right now? OK, but you've got time, Caleb. <laughs> Watch the video. And I'm telling you, the first goal tonight was exactly what I said this team is going to yep. do. Winnipeg Jets are play very well from behind the goal line. And you can't chase them behind the goal line to go after them. You have to protect the front of the net. And the Coyotes did it all night. They left the front of the net open. So box out and protect that. No. They were awful in front of the net again. They get they get chasing the puck. Keller chases the puck. Dumba chases the puck. They chase the puck, and then you got no chance. What was the second one? I already forgot, Danielle. Was <laughs> no turnovers? Seriously? Uh, oopsie. Oops. Yeah, I feel like no. that's half the goals. Good half Lord. Half the goals this month, honestly. No, no. So, no. <laughs> the tips and screens to generate offense on Hellebuck. No, they didn't generate any offense on Hellebeck. They had that through the, the one goal they, they scored against him. He was facing the wrong way. Facing the wrong way <laughs> on a puck. So, so not just over two. They were over three on tonight's keys. And, and well, the tips, the tip, uh, it did tip off the Winnipeg defenders. Oh, for the for the first. Yeah, so, yeah, but they just needed more. Yeah, no, just more. There was no offense there. They were over three. I I didn't think. I, I don't know what it is. It's it's that feeling that you used to get at the mullet. That they just had an extra step on teams, that they played quick, that they got to the net hard, that they were faster than their opponents. And you're not seeing that over these last three games. You're seeing a slower team. It's almost like a defeated team. Yeah. Like they just it's pl- weird. Not play with energy, but this isn't off a of back to back or three and four. They no. had two days off. So I, I don't know what's going on inside the room where they're not playing with any energy or pace. They didn't skate this morning. The game is at five. They didn't have to be at the rink till two in the afternoon. Like they should have had more energy to start this game in. And that's disappointing. And beyond disappointing, it's concerning. Because if you, you still want to think this team is a playoff team, buddy, you got beat 15 to four over three games at home. Like you, you got to show a little more fight coming up. And the Boston Bruins, I, I guess, one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, one of the favorites to win the Stanley Cup is coming into town. You better show up because if you don't, that team will blow you out of the rink. Yeah, this is not great. This just has not been no, a great. It's frustrating. Stretch. Well, and th- but this is the thing where it comes back to, and I feel like I keep making the same point over and over, but I stand by it. It's just the fact that these are not close edge of your seat. Com- like if this, no. if it had stayed that two one score that we had for a stretch there, like I would have felt good about that. A two one loss, even a three one loss at that point. It's just like, oh my, I don't know. Like there, there's just something missing. Like you said, I don't know what it is, and. The fact that these games are at home is what really concerns me. It just does because 
they've played a solid chunk of their of their home games now and they have a lot more road yeah. games to go against a lot of tough opponents and when craig gets on we're going to talk more about the schedule um but it's not going to get any easier from here and i know that this homestand has a lot of really difficult teams but it's not like they've never done that before we saw the you know the defeating of all the past stanley cup champions um but I, I don't yeah, know. and you know, when you look at last year's schedule, they, they had to start off on the road away from the mullet while the mullet was getting finished. So they ended up at home for most of their home games at the end of last season. That's not the case this year. And, and we saw how much better this team was at home versus the road a season ago. That's not happening again. So they're better on the road than they were a year ago. They got the same amount of wins already this season that they did a year ago on the road. We said that that may be a playoff team if they compete at home, and and they're not. So the concern is they have to find a way to start getting some of some of that jump, some of that speed and pace in their game that they just have lacked. And and I know before we talked about well they had some injuries and injury up the middle, but really you're talking about right now it's Hayton and Boyd are out of the lineup. I mean Coley Chonix hurt, but he wasn't part of yeah. what they were doing anyway. So he was a filling guy, and really Boyd was in and out of the lineup. So you're really talking about Barrett Hayton being a, uh, the guy on the injured injured list, and. Baird Hayton's not going to revive all of this. Like the, the, he's not the one piece of the puzzle that they're missing. So the the concern is starting to to to, to creep into this team. Um, they need to find an inspired game where they play with pace and speed and weight, and they look like they can compete with some of the better teams in the league because we haven't seen it over the last few. Yeah. Um, Craig will be joining shortly. We also will have some video from post game that we will show shortly. Um, but first, PD, what did you think of Dylan Gunther tonight? First of all, can we just say we were wrong? Um, uh, yeah, how about that? <laughs> uh, how smart do we look as hockey analysts? We spent 10 minutes saying Oops. they'll never come up. Oops. Uh, we were a little bit wrong. We were a little um, wrong. But Dylan Gunther got called up despite all of us yes. spending 10 minutes saying he wouldn't be. Uh, he does get on the score sheet tonight. Yep. He also was tied for the lead in shots on goal with Logan Cooley. Well, Logan Cooley. The kids are all right tonight. Um, Dylan Gunther gets his first goal of the season for the Coyotes, uh, his seventh career goal. So happy for Dylan Gunther. We'll talk more about him with Craig, but we did want to award him tonight's Desert Dog. Uh, it was well earned by Dylan Gunther, who who bided his time, and we'll talk more about the plan with him when Craig gets on. Um, but for Dylan Gunther, yep. probably was a Fantastic. really good feeling to score a goal in his first NHL game yep, this season. For sure. So congrats, Dylan Gunther. Originally... We were going to give the because dog. there was no dog. There was there was no dog well, except the dog. Except the dog. The dog was the only real dog of this game through two periods. It's Howler because it's his birthday. It's his today. birthday. So happy birthday, Howler, the yeah. birthday boy! You've got that desert dog got that in desert you. Desert dog in him too. Howler. All the time. You've got the desert dog in him. He actually is the desert dog. He he really is the desert <sighs> dog. Oh boy! All right. Well, we'll bring Craig in in just a moment. Um, but before we do that, we had the Cardinals game on before. Our game started and our Cardinals crew was out at Gila River Resorts and Casinos at Wild Horse Pass for the last Cardinals home game watch party of the season. What a place to have a watch party. Giant screens everywhere, including a giant one in the Top Golf Swing yep. Suite where we did all of our watch parties this season. There's also a BetMGM Sportsbook in there. There's giant screens everywhere and the restaurants, the casinos, all of it. So check out Wild Horse Pass uh, if you haven't been there already. But all of Gila River Resorts and Casinos are phenomenal. So check them out. And you know what they say, Petey. 
You do you. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more information. Um, And we are not in our other studio today. No, so you can't see the floor. You can't see the floor. Can't see the floor. So we can lie. But we are what an amazing huge fans floor of the floor in, in the other room. Yes, phenomenal. Not only did it smell amazing it when did. they installed it. It did. They did such a good job. They yeah. were meticulous. They made sure it was perfect. Yep. And the second Customer service they finished amazing. installing, Called. got a call. How's everything? Yep. Is there anything we can do? No. Are you happy with the product? Great. And that is all you can ask for. From customer service, when you are doing, when you are making a big purchase. It's huge. It's huge for you want it done right. And if it's not done right, you want them to make it right. Yep, absolutely. And so you have to feel that they're going to do that. Yep. The trust you can have in Empire Today. Yep. And that is something that Empire Today provides not only great quality, uh, but great customer service as well. And that's And, so and I'll t- take it from me, it changes your house. It's like buying yes. a new home for a lot less of the cost. Exactly. Because right now you can schedule. With that, I will say this though. When you get that ceramic tile mm-hmm. in, in Arizona, like it was in the 30s today. Yeah. It's you cold. Wear, you, oh, wear you, got, you gotta wear slippers. slippers. It's chilly. I'm just saying. Nice it's in the summer. It's not Empire's today's fall. <laughs> but when it's 32 degrees in Arizona, you gotta wear slippers. It's a rare It's tile. a rare stretch it of time that it's 32 yep. degrees. Anyway, schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details all right let's bring him in it's craig oh hello craig i'm way down here you're way down there we're moving you there you go yeah oh and now i got uh <laughs> craig you just gotta be on your nose. toes here yeah that's brutal so craig was the mood there any better after near the locker room than it was here to start our show probably not no i i mean i don't know how you can have a good mood after you know being just completely outplayed in three straight games, right? You, you expected them to respond a little bit better tonight, but let's be honest, guys, that, that team just outclassed them tonight. That Winnipeg's really good. Um, at least they're, they're on a hell of a run right now. They were physical with them. They were, they were so, God, they were just so structured. Everything about the Jets screen playoff team and the Coyotes just weren't on the same page with them. They weren't on the same ice as them tonight. So it, it, it's a tough stretch they're in right now. Um, Andre said it himself. He didn't like the way that they necessarily responded to adversity. He didn't didn't like a lot of parts of their game. But I, you know, I, I think in some ways that that feels like a shield for what really happened. What we really saw here tonight. We just saw one team that is much better than the other. Yeah, and even to that point, Craig, in the third period, Winnipeg took their foot off the gas. It it almost looked like a Sunday shinny game for them. Like they they it didn't look like playoff intensity coming from the top team in, in the Western Conference. They coasted to victory here. Like this wasn't even close. Like uh, yep. there was it wasn't competitive for them at all. Now they go home for four. At one point, I said the Coyotes might catch the Jets and, and look for them in this in the Central Division in the wild card race. No chance. Like this Winnipeg nope. Jet team is really good, and Kyle Connor is going to come back at some point. Yeah, he's out that's, for another. That's scary to think, right? Yeah, he's out for another four weeks, maybe. I mean, it's it's a long term injury with his knee, but but when he returns, this team gets even better. Um, yeah, I, I think the Coyotes are going to have to take a, a long, hard look at the, the way they're playing right now and, and find somebody to help pull them out of this. It's, it isn't, you know, I know Andre said yesterday, it wasn't effort. I, I don't know, Craig, I didn't see their regular jump, their pushback. It just wasn't there. Like there was no spark in their game at all tonight. Yeah, I, I guess maybe. I, I mean, I, some people were suggesting to me that the injuries 
have hurt the Coyotes, not having Barrett Hayden, Jason Sucker. But you just mentioned Cal Connor out of the lineup for Winnipeg. A lot of teams are missing guys. I, I yeah. just, I just feel like I, I hate to be just so blunt about it. I just feel like the Coyotes are undermanned. They, they just don't have the same talent level that some of these other teams have. And we've talked about these stages of the season, right, where teams ramp it up, they get a little better from time to time, and we're in one of those times right now where it feels like they can't keep up with the teams as they ramp it up to another notch. This is we're, we're starting to get toward where teams were playing closer to playoff hockey. And I'm not sure the coyotes are capable of that just yet. So did Andre give you any sense of, Hey, like they're, they're going to practice. I assume tomorrow with the, with Boston coming in on Tuesday. Uh, I I don't know how they write the ship right now. Barrett Hayton's not coming. Zucker is not coming back before Tuesday. Like this is their lineup for another night. Barring, you know, the change in net, maybe, maybe what they do, but, but this is the team. I'm not sure. I, I, I know how they get out of this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, with Boston coming in, I mean, you, you look down the schedule and there's some games coming up like Calgary and Minnesota that are probably more winnable games for this team. Minnesota is beat, beat up, really missing a lot of guys. Calgary is really in one right now, uh, getting to the point where you wonder when they're going to start selling off pieces. So there are teams ahead on the schedule where they can write the ship, but it's hard to envision this team writing the ship against the Boston Bruins right now. It's feeling like at best, this is a one and four homestand. And I know people are still concerned about the playoffs and sure they're, they're still around it, but remember what Bill Armstrong said at the start of the season, this is not quite a playoff team yet. I, I think reality is starting to set in guys. I hate to be that blunt, but I think reality is this is not that good a team. All right. This is not that good a team. I feel like it's, it's kind of been the regression to the mean in a sense, like what we saw from the coyotes in the first 30 games of the season was a team that, outperformed expectations and outperformed what the roster said it was. Um, and I know that's, I don't know if the, anyone on the team listened to that, they might feel differently. Um, but that's the truth. And now we're starting to see that, especially as, I mean, we're essentially almost halfway through the season here and the, the oil is starting to rise from the wall. Like we are yeah. seeing who the top teams in the NHL yep. are and we are seeing who the worst teams are and we're seeing who the middle teams are. And I feel right now that the Coyotes, they're not the worst team anymore, but no. they are not a top team either. And maybe that's okay. Yeah, but this is what we said coming in. Like I, I thought they might tease the playoffs at some point, but, but starting in January, especially at the all-star break, that's where the teams that are making a playoff, they're going to stock up. They're, they're in more competitive games every single night. And the teams that are not playoff teams just don't have that competitive nature. Those games aren't as important. And you're really going to start to see that division. I think it's going to spread more after the All-Star break and clearly by the trade deadline where this team is not going to pick up any new ammunition to help them through the end of the season where other teams are. This is not a – I mean, I I see the chat. People are getting really frustrated. I get it. You you don't want to get beat and and blown out three home games. But this team has been in a playoff spot for nearly 40 games. Crazy. Are you kidding me? Crazy. Like, this team has been in last the last two seasons. So, everybody, this is a good thing. This is a step forward to where this team wants to be and what they want to be doing. We took Craig off the screen. We kicked him off. (laughs) That's okay, Craig. There we go. Our ratings went up for just a quick second there. Now they're back up. So anyway, uh, it's, it's, I don't want people to get too frustrated. This is okay. This is part of the learning process and going through a rebuild. And this is just another step where they've they've increased in the standings from a year ago. This is okay. This is okay if this isn't a playoff team this year. I'm not, we're not giving up. We're not saying they can't be and, and they, they can't go on another streak. But 
this is okay. Yep, okay. I agree. Yeah. It's the process. It's the process. It, it's uh, not a short process. Yeah, it's a long season and a long rebuild. <laughs> we do have a super chat from Mark that I want to make sure we get to. Um, he said, okay, if I need to super chat to get an answer, I will. Number 25, he was on the ice a bunch tonight. Who is Kirkland and where did he come from? Craig? <laughs> <laughs> we came from Tucson. I mean, did you, I don't know if you guys got a chance to play that clip. No, we haven't. We oh, were going to, I was going to cue it up, but can but- you give us a little bit of context to the situation? Yeah, he just talked about the adversity that he's been through for the past year. And and, and I'll tell you, like, when, when you watch this, it's it's almost a reminder of the bigger picture sometimes that we're still dealing with human beings that have lives outside of it. Sometimes they're going through adversity of their own. Justin Kirkland went through some stuff. And, and I'll tell you right now that at the end of this interview, as everybody was walking out, and I was the last media member to leave. He sat down on his locker and started to cry after this. So... This is a powerful moment for him to make it back to the NHL after what he just went through. Wow. All right. Well, with that in mind, let's take a listen to what Justin Kirkland had to say. Justin, you mentioned adversity. Anything that you would share? You mentioned it's been a little bit of a tough year. Um, yeah. I mean, it's. I guess it's it's public. Um, yeah. Had a you know pretty bad car accident last year. Yeah. Um, which uh, you know was uh, came at a tough time. Um, I was getting my first first look last year uh, after seven years pro with uh, with Anaheim. And, um, you know, I was driving to a game uh, against Boston. So, um, you know, it's uh, like I said, it was a little bit emotional to find out that I was going to be playing again. And um, you know, there's a certain point where you kind of wonder, am I going to play again? Um, so, like I said, uh, a lot of a lot of reflecting. Um, over the last couple of days, um, you know, just just grateful for, like I said, for my wife and my family um, who have continued to support me, and uh, you know, uh, just a lot of uh, you know a lot of tough days in between, um, you know, this time last year um, and today. So, um, like I said, just uh, proud of myself to you know just put my head down and work, and um, you know, this is where I want to be. So, um, it's just like I said, a, an exciting day. Um, very, very um, proud to to get back up here, and um, yeah, just like I said, special um, for for me. And uh, you know, I got a lot of people that are behind me uh, that have continued to support me. So um, yeah, I guess I'll leave it at that. Wow, that is really good stuff from Kirkland, who, by the way, yeah. had a really good look tonight uh, in the second he period. He almost scored. Yeah, had one shot on goal tonight, yeah. and it was a big one. He, he driving the net just like you teach your players to do. Gets the net, a great Bingo. scoring opportunity. And the other thing, you look at his positives. He was really good in the faceoff circle tonight. He was what was he six and two? He was sixty four percent in the faceoff circle. Um, am I right on that? Yeah, six and two, seventy five, seventy five percent. Yeah, so he was good in the face-off circle, too. Good for him. Big kid. And like you said, Petey, he went to the net. He went to the net. Like He's one of the few guys that was going to the net. It's not perimeter stuff. He was driving the net, so making the most of an opportunity. But, wow, the story behind it is, again, it's just a reminder that there's there's more happening than what, what you're watching on the ice. Now, we have talked about his nickname here in our, in our show, at least, <laughs> at PHNX. Uh, Jesse Kirkland is Costco because he <laughs> Kirkland, has to Kirkland, come on. Kirkland's got to be Costco, right? So I I, I I, want you to do some reporting, Craig, because I have done some reporting and I'm not known for my reporting. <laughs> but I have found from unnamed sources that he is not called Costco in the locker room. 
So yeah, I, I, he's, he's not. But uh, other other media members have been calling him Costco for a while. So yeah, so we we've got to keep pushing the narrative inside the locker room. We've got to get it into the locker room to be part of the lore. Let's be honest. Like, what do they call him in the locker room? They're calling him like Kirky or something. Kirky, for sure, it's yeah. Kirky. Boo! Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Hockey players are yeah. so unimaginative. Boo! Like, like Captain Kirkland, maybe Captain Kirk. But no, it's too old. Seventy, maybe they wouldn't get that. No, it's got to be Come Costco. Come on, that's not so old. It's Costco. They remade Star Trek oh, in the two thousand. They did. In the, in the <laughs> they did? Yeah. Right, okay, it's not William Shatner anymore. No. Okay. Anywho, anywho. Um, speaking of guys who had their opportunity, Dylan Gunther got his. I already admitted that. I guess we were wrong. Although, were we totally were wrong? We wrong I don't know. We were wrong in the sense that okay, with the statement they're not calling him up anytime soon. That was wrong. That was wrong. I think there's still some correctness, though, in the plan for Dylan Gunther. And you guys talked about it yesterday. You can find the full breakdown on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, um, which so we don't have to go fully into it. But, Craig, this is not a long-term call-up unless Dylan Gunther makes it impossible in these two games. He scored a goal tonight, um, had three shots on goal, tied for the team lead in shots on goal. Um, Thoughts on Dylan Gunther? I mean, he skated well tonight. You could see his skating was there. He, he talked about the strength that he's added down in Tucson, and that's what he said was most noticeable in his skating tonight. You know, Andre Turin, said he thought he was their best player on the ice tonight. I think he might have been pumping up the kid a little bit because that's what Bear did, does from time to time. He, he tries to instill confidence in these guys. He builds relationships. I thought there were, you know, a lot of shifts where Dylan Gunther didn't make an impact on this game, if we're being honest. But he scored a goal. That's what he was drafted to do is score goals. And I don't know that he really hurt them. He had the own goal, I guess. So so we can talk about that as well. But I think that would have happened with anybody. Um, Overall, it it was fine. It was a fine start. And he got a goal tonight. And again, like I said, I I, I like the skating part of his game. I, I, I thought he was effective in that area. It's something to build on, at least. I don't want to judge anyone on one game. That's just silly. But like you said earlier, Leah, He's got to kick the door in here in order to stick longer when Jason Zucker comes back. That That's not the plan right now. And that's why we were saying what we were saying all along. I mean, listen, they, they were telling us that the plan was to bake him all along. And then they just changed their mind. They saw an opportunity to give him a look, sort of a heat check and also a reward. But again, Dylan Gunther is really going to have to light it up for him to stay here. The plan is for him to go back to Tucson. Yeah, for me, you want to get through a game like this and not make serious, egregious errors and just get through the game. I I think he did that. I I think he didn't wow me by any means. Like, you you didn't go, oh, my gosh, what a great game. But I know he gets the goal. And let's be honest, it's a misplay by Connor Hellebuck. Hellebuck yep. makes that play nine times out of ten, and was, Gunther's gets no Hellebuck points. Hellebuck wasn't facing yeah, out. Uh, he's backwards. <laughs> when it goes. So I, I I get it. It's a goal, and he made a nice play and a nice wraparound. He beat the goaltender back. But he, he to stay around longer than, than Zucker's injury, well, to Craig's point, Suspension. he has to wow. Did I say injury? Yeah. Oh, suspension. He has to wow them. I mean, he's got to be, oh my gosh, look what that kid's doing. Um, And I'm not sure if he can do that in two games against two of the best teams in the NHL. Yeah, it's quite a challenge. Yeah. Um, Speaking of 
people in this game who are people first. Rick Bonus is somebody that you guys know well from being here. He's been through a ton of adversity this year uh, with his wife having a health, a health scare and he just stepped away from the team for a bit. Um, but what Rick Bonus has been able to do in Winnipeg is nothing short of amazing. I think when he took this job, a lot of us and a lot of people, including <laughs> yeah. us, said, yeah, for sure. why what are is you he doing, doing that? Um, and you know what? It's paid off. So I wanted to give both of you the floor for just a moment to talk about both Rick Bonus, but also this Winnipeg Jets team. I know we've touched on them a little bit already. Yeah, for me, Rick, Rick Bonus was a guy that I was one of the coaches that was part of this staff when I first stepped in. He, he, he joined the staff um, three or four years in, and he was he was a good friend of mine. He helped, like he had been through all the wars in the NHL. He knew his way around. He helped me learn the path to take to, to, to work in the National Hockey League. He was a great friend, a mentor. Um, I am so happy for him having this success this season. He's had success, took Dallas to the Stanley Cup Finals, and now he's getting an opportunity to be on the top of the league with the Winnipeg Jets with a team that wasn't supposed to be here right now, um, especially after losing players like Wheeler last year and Connor is hurt. Um, he is a great person first and a good coach second. Uh, I know people are arguing on, with me on this one because he he was away from the game for a little bit. I still think he's going to be up for uh, if, if he continues this pace with the Winnipeg Jets. I still think he's going to be up for the Jack Adams as one of the top coaches in the league this, this year, even with his little um, step away. Um, and I think he deserves a look like that. I, I couldn't be happier for the person. Although when he left Dallas, there was a rumor that he was going to retire here to Arizona and we could be sitting <laughs> drinking coffee with him, talking hockey. Instead, right. he's braving the Instead, Winnipeg he's in winters. Winnipeg. I don't know who's cold. <laughs> yeah. it's cold here, though. It's like, a little chilly here. We'll yeah. talk about the weather with it, Craig yeah. in a minute. It's really cold in Winnipeg, so it, it's always colder in Winnipeg, PD. I, listen, I, just to echo your thoughts, I thought Winnipeg was done like a couple of years ago. I, I thought this franchise was just on the way down. Too many old players. I didn't see it, and they have, they've been one of the biggest surprises, maybe the biggest surprise right now. So really happy for Rick Bonus, really happy for Ryan Bonus, who just got elevated to a higher position with the Ottawa Senators. He's a son. I don't know how well people know Ryan Bonus, but chip off the old block, just an incredible guy. The, the thing about this family, Petey, is they're so personable. It's one of my favorite parts of the game is relationships. And with Rick Bonus, you get a chance to build a relationship because he is that guy that engages with people. I have I have memories of my earliest years covering this team when Bobby Francis was the coach and, and Bones was an assistant and being on a road trip in Dallas where Bones went out with the with the writers and just had beers with the writers. That doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen anymore. But that's that's I mean it's it's a bit old school, I guess maybe it happened before, but that's the guy he was and and he just held court, told stories. He's, he's just such a likable guy. So you're really happy to see this happening for him. And one other, one last little note on him too. He's coached a lot of cities as a lot of NHL coaches do. And he told us in an interview we had with him a year ago, he said the first thing he does, he has been a friend of the program. The first thing he does when he gets to a new city is he buys a house. He doesn't rent an apartment. He buys a house because he wants to show the team, the franchise, that he's making a commitment to that community. And I I think that shows what kind of a person and coach he is. No, I'm here. I bought a house. I'm part of this community. So I'm I'm rooting for him absolutely. not really rooting for the Winnipeg Jets. Sorry, it's it's a whole <laughs> other thing. But I am rooting for for Coach Rick Bonus. Awesome. Well, let's take a look at the Coyotes' upcoming schedule, and then we will talk 
more extensively about it. Uh, so obviously we talked about Boston coming to town on Tuesday, round out the road trip or the homestand, excuse me, with Calgary on Thursday. Then the Coyotes hit the road for three games, Minnesota, Calgary again, Vancouver, and back home to face Nashville. Ton of central division opponents here. Uh, a lot, all Western opponents coming up couple of big games but Craig you tweeted out a graphic earlier tonight about the January schedule for the team and how wild it is eight of the Coyotes 13 January opponents are currently in playoff positions and seven of the 13 games feature teams among the NHL's top 11 in point total Uh, that is an insane statistic and a tough road ahead for a team that now has three losses in a row for the first time at home this season yeah, I feel like we're just going to find out. We're going to find out once and for all this month. We'll we'll know after this month whether they're going to be in it right to the end. If they're going to, there may be meaningful games. They may be four or five points off the pace, and you can still say, okay, th- this is enough to build on. But this is going to be a really, really tough run for the Coyotes to stay in it uh, up until the All Star break. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think by the All-Star break, you're really going to get a sense of where this team is going to fall out for the rest of the season. And and it, it they still will play meaningful games. I, I still think I, I stand by what I said earlier in the year. I don't, I don't think this is the playoff team. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, last but not least, Craig, it's time to talk about the weather. Yeah, it really is. I, I, I want to apologize to everybody from Winnipeg. There were a lot of Winnipeg Jets fans here tonight. I want to apologize to Harvard and to Omaha and to who am I missing? There was another Lowell. Lowell, UMass Lowell. Lowell. Yeah, it was UMass Lowell. I want to apologize to all of them for having to come to Arizona and get this kind of weather because let's be honest, it it ain't good back home. And especially if you live in Winnipeg, well, it usually sucks. So I, I just want to apologize for it. The, hailed uh, today. Yeah, the shitty weather we gave you. You come down, you think, oh, I'm going to Arizona. I'm going to get a little break, some sunshine, some warmth. No, we had up in your part of the the valley hail. We had rain all over the place. It's cold as hell, at least cold by valley standards. So just want to apologize. This was I- not. A moment for the, uh, the the Bureau of Tourism, right? I do have to say, though, a dry cold is like, it's crispy. A dry cold is cold. And, mm. and Arizona gives you a dry cold. A dry cold is cold? Is that a thing? Like, it might be a thing. Is it a thing? I think we should make it a thing. I like this. It's a dry cold. I don't know. Cold. I wear a, I wear a, I wear a parka and a winter hat and gloves every morning when I walk the dog. I don't well, that's because you're 60, out but. there at 5 a.m. Yeah, so, buddy, like, I can't. I'm not going to Winnipeg. I like Winnipeg. Been to Winnipeg multiple times. I'm a northern Minnesota kid. Shop, the zoo, the whole thing. I, I Never. I can't handle it. I'm too soft now. <laughs> Like yeah. I was, I almost, you know what my wife said to me? And this is true, Craig, we were barbecuing right before it started to hail and I'm going, what in the hell? So I had to run in the house and I had to run back out and flip my meat. And my wife said, do you really have to go in? I go, what? She goes, well, it's so cold outside. And I go, it's like 45. Like, yes, I have to go to work. It's 45. Can you imagine if, if that was your bar in Winnipeg, if you didn't go to work below 45 degrees? Like, I, I'm not sure you'd ever get in. Yeah. And yet you chirped me for wearing a beanie on one of our videos. That is true. I had to just trying to stay warm. I did chirp you. I took a cheap shot. That was, that was uncalled for. I'm an old guy, Petey. I get cold easily. So we do need to get you a new one. Maybe maybe it's the color of his beanie. Have you seen his beanie? Of course I've seen his beanie because he's worn it like every day this week. I know the green beanie. Maybe he needs a new one. I don't know. What's wrong with my beanie? I don't know. Maybe you need a new one. I like my beanie. 
I don't is think it, I need a new beanie. Is it a homemade yeah, beanie? No, it's a really nice one that Tara bought me. You want to insult it some more? Not if your wife bought it. I do not. Right, buddy. <laughs> I'll cut this clip and send it to her. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Craig. Anything else before we let yeah. you get out of here? No, I just, you know, this this, this could be a tough stretch, guys. I, I hope it's not. I hope they get some wins against Calgary, Minnesota, and, and get out of this tailspin. But this is they're in one right now. The Coyotes are in one. I, I will say one thing before Craig goes because I know we've really missed the Mullen Magician here. Oh my god! We have we have, we have like we have this big homestand, and now he had been a whole series of tricks planned, and he I, above and beyond. I, I the amazement of Leah and myself watching him perform these tricks, phenomenal. So he, if you haven't seen his appearance on. The Suns pregame show today. <laughs> He's desperate for attention. He is. He is so missing the spotlight. So jump <laughs> on. Make sure you jump on the PHNX underscore Coyotes Twitter account to see the, the mullet magician maybe crash the sun show a little bit. Yeah, he's desperate. Check it out. He's desperate. <laughs> Anything writing uh, soon, Craig? Writing? I, yeah. I, I can't. I, I'm sick of writing, to be honest. I don't want to write for a long time. Craig wrote so much last week. This has been a busy week. Including a yeah. article, a feature on Dylan Gunther. Dylan Gunther. So go read yeah. that. Yeah, read it. Go PHNX.com. Good quotes in there for sure. Yeah, and the Sun Devils win in the Desert Hockey Classic. Good for them. So, yeah. Yep, absolutely. All right, guys. Let's do it tomorrow. All right. We have to do this again? <laughs> we do. I Wait, know. No, when's our day off? Like, we worked today. No we worked yesterday. <laughs> PHNX owns all three of us. I just want to put that they, out there. They do. <laughs> Good they Lord. Yeah. Craig has been in the mullet so much. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Patrick Brown asked me if I slept here last night. I hey. had, yeah, you probably should have. Oh, yeah. boy. All right, Craig. We'll see you tomorrow. See you, Craig. See you guys. Oh, boy. Yeah, this has been quite a stretch, not just for Craig, but for all of us um, and Coyotes fans. So we might all want to consider taking an OGs. For sure. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Another like, one? I was looking at the bag of OGs in my bedroom tonight before I left, yeah. and I was thinking, that's waiting for me when I get home. Yeah. Uh, I have the Indica. They're the minis, which I like because I like. I got the Happy Balance right now. Yeah, yeah. The strawberries and cream. The best yep. part about the Indica, I, they're the it's the creams pack that yep. I have, and the creams flavors it's are the flavors so good. The blackberries yep. and cream, the orange creams, the whole yep. so freaking good. If you haven't tried OGs, not only are they delicious, but whatever it is you need, whether it's Indica, Sativa, Happy Balance, Sleep, Sleep Help, Edition, um, it, it's all there. So check out OGs. They also have two new products, the OGs Naturals. So they have now have vegan gummies and the big the big OGs. If you're the opposite of, I like my microdose, well, big, yeah. you can go for the big. and yeah. 100 uh, <laughs> milligrams. Yeah, Buddy. crazy. It's it's perforated, perforated places. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't eat the whole Don't thing. Eat, yeah. <laughs> to learn more about OGs gummies and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. If OGs isn't your thing for peaks, just might be, um, or maybe both are. Who knows? Depending on the day. That's how I feel. At least four peaks. Uh, we might need to have a four peaks next game because yeah. Boston, it's not oh, looking yeah. great. Uh, we have a fully stocked fridge of four peaks here in the city, including peach, which is Right now, I get I get stuck on flavors. Yeah, you're you're, you're peach. Like I was on Wow for I'm so wow. long, but yeah. peach. Oh, it's so good. But if that's not your thing, it's fine because Four Peaks has something. Yes, for everyone. Yeah. They have IPAs. They have stouts. Kill they have loggers. They ha it. Yeah. People are getting mad that I'm interrupting you during your ad reads. By the way, is that a thing? Let her finish. I, I, it, it's a thing that I've noticed, but it doesn't bother me. Okay. 
Okay, anyway. just check in. <laughs> As you interrupt this ad know, read to tell me that. I know. Um, okay, well, check out Four Peaks. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite beers and events. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsible. It's funny. There's a couple of comments. Look at Matthew Clausen, New Jets better than old Jets because I think he's referring to today. Hello, Matthew. It, it Thanks funny. for joining our chat. It is funny, though. The old Jets, meaning the old Coyotes, before they were Coyotes, when they were Jets, were really, really good. Like with Dale Howardchuck and Timo Solani mm-hmm. and Keith Kachuk, and all those things are true. But they had to play the Edmonton Oilers all the time. I don't know if you heard of them. They were kind of good. Like the Jets were oftentimes the like top two or three teams in the league, but they had to play the Jets and they never went anywhere. So sad for the old Jets. The new Jets are good. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. And I also want to see Aspen talked about Schmaltzy. Um, yeah, we haven't even talked about the fact that Schmaltz scored a goal. Schmaltz got a goal. Yeah, it's goals in two game straight in games. And, and I think that's... Same a, spot, too. It's important <laughs> It's important that this top line starts at success offensively. And, and I think Schmaltz and Keller, hey, reality is they got to pick it up. Like, they have to drive the bus on the offensive side for this team, and they just haven't lately. Schmaltz, I think... Two great goals. Great shots. He's patient. He's off on that left circle. He can find the net. He's got a really good shot. My concern for Schmaltz, he's been able to play a 200-foot game for 60 minutes. And you saw the turnover at the top of the blue line that leads to a goal and a scoring chance. Um, you got to get that consistency in your game. And you've got to be able to play both sides of the puck. Like, the goals are nice, but if you, if you give up a turnover that leads to a goal the other way, well, what have you accomplished? So, I want to see Schmaltz and Keller get more consistently on the score sheet. They need to carry the offense. And they have to do it on the power play, too. And the power play, again, is starting to struggle. So, I, I think this team really has to turn to Schmaltz and Keller. And they're going to have to be better as this team goes into the dog days of winter. Every day is a day closer to Barrett Hayden's return. That's, That's what I keep thinking. Oh, boy. We do have another super chat um, from our friend Altex who said, Kirkland was going to be my favorite this year, but was worried about him not being on the team often. When he signed, I tweeted about maybe getting his jersey and his wife liked it. Then curfew happened. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Then curfew happened yeah, then is, curfew is happened. you know. Well, thanks, Altex. Yeah, but Altex, you have a really good judge of you do. character this season. The character people. He is the character guy. Yeah. Like you love Kirkland, you love Boogie, and you recognize in Kirkland that he was a great person and you were right. Yep. So I trust you, Altex. Yeah, but not not completely. I said this season. Yeah. That, that, was, that was a key, the key to the key to this season. Oh my god. Do you know where the, the windiest corner in all of North America is? Is it not Chicago? It's Portage in Maine. the windy city has nothing to do with wind. Did oh, you know that? I didn't. Google it. It's about politics, so we're not going to oh. talk. The, 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 the windiest <laughs> corner is at the corner of Portage in Maine in downtown Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. You've true story. This. And and by the way, the team stays at a hotel on the corner of Portage, Portage in Maine. Oh. The Fairmont. The there Portage in Maine. It. And so when you sit in your hotel room at Portage in Maine, a few blocks from the MTS Center, you just I love that sound. Through your window all night. No, you don't. Through the window, and then you look out and you see the, the and you got to go. I got to walk to the rink, and then they have this underground thing in Winnipeg, as he, I've never he been knows. To Winnipeg. So Winnipeg, it's got underground. Like you know how some cities have the yeah. skyways. Well, Winnipeg has underground, and and then you can go up into the skyways. Like it's a, it's a thing. Yeah, you can see the MTS Center from the hotel. See it? It's right there. And then you have to go down into the into the caves of Winnipeg, and you hope you find it. Turn left at the first Tim Hortons, and <laughs> the first Tim Hortons. There's like yeah, eight Tim Hortons I know exactly. all on the same corner. And then corner. there's the Royal Canadian Bank, and then you're screwed. And all of a sudden, you pop out. And you go, I don't know where I'm at, and you have to pop out on the street, and you're farther away than when you started. It's a true story. I like Winnipeg. It's cold though. Oh my gosh! Joey, if is. you know, you know. 
Joey's is not just in Winnipeg. See, Matthew, I know it's not just in Winnipeg, oh. but they have a nice Joey's right by the Portage in Maine. <sighs> All right. Are well, we done yet? We have more sound from Postgame. We do? Yep. Oh, gosh. So I think we should hear from Andre Give Turney. It to Danielle on the Mac tonight. Yeah. Listen, we've, just like the Coyotes tonight, we were not set up. Did you know for there success. was a lot going on today? We also were like, like yeah. the Coyotes faced the best team in the league. We were up against, we were up against some it. odds. Yep. Um, so we appreciate Thanks, Danielle's Cardinals. flexibility. Thanks, Suns. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. So if you know, if, if you are a Coyotes fan, you know this already, right? If, 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 if you're talking clawing. about Cardinals and Suns and Coyotes, who's taking the short end of that stick? <laughs> yeah. All right. Said. Anyway, uh, let's hear from head coach Andre Turney on digging out of this losing streak. You've been in these before this season, so it's not like you, you haven't faced adversity. Um, what's the message at this point? It's a tough stretch of the season, obviously. Well, the, 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 there's no need to feel sorry for ourselves. There's, there's a really tough opponent that's coming in two days, and we need to regroup and look ourselves in the mirror and be grown men and and making sure where we man up, that's that's what it is. There's nobody will feel sorry for herself. Everybody's digging in for two points in that lead, so we need to, uh, to be much better than we, we are since the new year. Yeah, and I, I think he said it. Like, no one's going to feel sorry for him. Yeah. This is a team that's been in the playoff spots for the first half of the season. No one's going to go, oh, gosh, the, too bad the Coyotes have lost three in a row. They got to do it themselves. They're going to have to – this is where leadership comes in. And we talked about – you know, is it Krause? Is it Keller? Who's the leader in that room? Somebody's going to have to close the door in that room. Somebody's got to tell it like it is. Like they're going to have to do it themselves, and it's going to it's going to take twenty guys. This team's scratching and clawing. It's not a team that can get carried by by one or two. It's everybody's got to pitch in. Maybe, maybe against maybe against Boston, that's how it turns around. I mean, it could. You never never say never with nope. this team. Unfortunately exactly. for the Coyotes, uh, they have slid in the wild card. They are winless in 2024, which is kind of sad. Um, they are now fifth in the wild card. Calgary is just one point behind them at this point, so that's going to be a huge game coming up this week. Seattle, St. Louis, and Edmonton have all jumped over the Coyotes, um, all within one point, though, so it's not out of their hands. They also play Nashville next week. That's going to be another important matchup. Nashville is holding on to that first Wildcat Wildcat. Okay. I'm just, I mean, I'm a wildcat, so bear down. Wild card spot right now. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough grouping from Minnesota to Nashville. Yeah. It's all within seven points. I think the West is tighter than Crazy. it's been in years yeah. for that many teams. And we talked about it because of the mediocrity of the, 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 the West, that there's so many teams clumped in there. It's usually these teams like Edmonton and Minnesota, we expected to have a better start. And if that were the case, then I think you'd see the, a bigger separation. But these teams are all tight. And, and it's just one injury, a hot goaltender, or, or a scoring streak away from, from, from getting back into a playoff spot. So I'm not saying never say never, but they have to right the ship soon. They can't continue to flounder like this. They've got to pick it up. Yep, absolutely. PD, do you have any other final thoughts on this game? I'm really disappointed. I'm disappointed in their start again. I, I, I think this was a game that they knew they had to start better and they didn't. Um, they have to be better against Boston and it's got to come in the first period. Like if they can get away from the first period against the Boston Bruins, even or better, I, I think I'm going to say that that's a win for this team. They've, they've got to start games better than they've started over the last month. Yep, absolutely. Uh, well, let's take a look at the punch card, which has had a very sad couple of punches in a row. This is the first time the Caddies have started a line of the punch card with two straight losses. In the entire season. As I mentioned before, so it's their first time losing three straight at home. They had a previous four-game losing streak earlier in the season and another three-game losing streak. So let's hope that they don't tie the, the season 
total of four in a row and can, you know, as Sox said, what happened to that mullet magic Sox? We don't know. Buddy, we don't. We're Sox, looking Bears, for Hawks. it. I know. I Bears, know. Bears uh, first overall pick in the football draft. So- uh, Hawks, Hawks first overall pick in the hockey draft. Oh, what the hell is going on in Chicago? Okay, Sox versus That Hawks. doesn't seem fair. Name one Chicago Blackhawk who is currently on the hockey <laughs> yeah. roster. Good Lord. Tragic. After the Bedard goes The gone. Bears are terrible, the Hawks are terrible, and the Sox are moving to Nashville. Uh, but I tell you, that, that, that couldn't get worse for the Blackhawks with Bedard going down with his injury right before the All-Star game. I feel kind of bad for him. No, actually. I'm actually kind of bummed about it. I am too. We'll talk more about that on our show tomorrow because we, we have will? Pete Blackburn and DJ B. Oh, yeah. What chaos. chaos. The NA, you know, they're our NHL correspondents. Yep. They'll be jumping on to talk some of that. We will definitely be mentioning the Chicago Blackhawks and as who out drew the Coyotes mentioned, Zach Sanford getting claimed on waivers. Yeah. Crazy weekend. Oh, yeah. He, there, there he goes. He's a Chicago Blackhawk. Name a Chicago Blackhawk. Zach, Zach Sanford, yes. There you go. Okay, you win. <laughs> yeah. Well, you win. Oh, boy. Um, lots of haters in the chat. Are there? But one thing we love about living here in Arizona is some burros. Some burros. And I know Danielle does. Danielle. I mean, Dan- is that worth living Nobody in Arizona? Nobody loves yes. some burros more than Danielle. Yes, let me tell you about some <laughs> burros. I just also Oh, that. <laughs> man, I am starving. I shot the Cardinals game today, and I only had a small sandwich there. Uh, some you need burros. some burros? Yeah. As, as PHNX's resident Mexican, uh, Sombros is not only the Valley's favorite Mexican, it is my favorite Mexican. Wow. That's a, uh, that's wow. a huge... That's a I, yeah. love, I love Sombros. I have been eating at Sombros about once a week for 20 years now. Wow. That's awesome. That's a ringing endorsement. It really is. Now I want some burros. I do too on the way home. Check out, check them out. They're all over. They have locations all over the Valley. We'll never make it live. there in time tonight. It's okay. But you can let Sombros cater your next... Meal, big or small, order online or find one near you by visiting sumburros.com. The taquitos. Oh, yep. the mini chimmies. The mini the pollo fundidos. Oh. oh, and you get a free pollo fundido on your birthday. And I, I, how are you getting know, there? I know all of this stuff off the top of my head because I've been going there a million times. I love sumburros. <laughs> there you have it. Oh, my goodness. All right. Bet well, the uh, the walking and talking bump did not hit did not on that MGM. He had a couple he had chances. big hits. I mean, he if Kirkland had scored that goal, big hit, he would have had a, would have had a point. Yeah. But uh, that's okay. We will try again next game because you know it, it can happen. Yep. Um, Bet MGM if you haven't signed up yet. The college championship is tomorrow. That's yes, a is. really fun one to bet on, as well as NFL playoffs kickoff soon this was the last week of the regular season so absolutely crazy so just a great time to bet over yep, at bet MGM. and if you haven't signed up yet do when are you so. doing your weenie bets when yeah you're gonna start doing weenie bets i do them oh okay and I, i'll try to share them more How that, about that? That, 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 yeah i do them all over at bet mgm so sign up for yep. bet mgm use bonus code phnx place your first bet mgm sportsbook wager through the bet mgm sportsbook mobile application of at least ten dollars and if that bet loses your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled check out the show notes for full details and now listen to shane talk about the disclaimer Indiana, oh, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. One other thing we haven't talked about and just to round out our thoughts on the game um obviously we saw kirkland come in at fourth line center they moved back to 12-6 
and we were staring at the defensive pairs and realized that Kesselring had Kessling. gotten scratched. Yeah. Do you think that he will go in next game since it was a loss tonight? It what, what do you think about his scratch? It, it all depends on, on, the, on the, how they're going to go back to the 11-7. I know Bear likes running the 11-7, and I, I don't know if he saw the offensive outburst that he was hoping for with, with putting that fourth line together. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes back to 11-7 versus the Boston Bruins. If he does, then Kesselring draws back in. Um you usually make a change in your lineup um, if you lose, and they lost badly. So I would think there will be a change in the lineup before they play on Tuesday. And I'd be surprised if they kept everything exactly the same. And and if he does go in at the back end, if Kessering does go back in, I, I would have to think that it would be Kirkland being, being the odd guy out. But you never know. Yep. You never know. Well, we will see uh, as the Coyotes get ready to host the Boston Bruins on Tuesday. And we'll talk more about that matchup on tomorrow's show. pete has been watching Boston a lot, of a lot so yep. we'll have some some ahead of time scouting yeah. reports um, and as we mentioned we'll also catch up with the what chaos crew uh, which is always a laugh and I think we need a laugh right we do. now the vibes yep. have not been immaculate for the, Did the Suns win I'm not sure. Did because the Suns win? No, the Suns lost. You're it kidding has me. has not been a banner day for Valley oh, Sports. Oh no. no. Yeah because usually you can turn to them for a little bit of fun but if they lose their show is grumpy. Like we, we I have think a, we had fun. No, in we the can end. still have fun. Like we, we find in the a beginning, way. We're, we're, Sun Show doesn't do that though. No, they're grumpy. Yeah, that's because the stakes are really high for yep, them. Not for, for them, it's championship or yep. bust. For us, it's hey, they've been better than we thought. Nick Nelson Great. wants to see Boehner at a one C. We're still hoping that maybe it'll happen. At this point, we've seen everyone at, yeah, on every well. line. Although so. Kerfoot's been okay there, I would like to see McBain there as well. Why not? We'll make a Try call. Try it out, Nick. Bear. We'll make a call. Yeah, we'll we'll tell Bear yep, what we we're think, on it. and he'll say, I don't care what you think. Yep. Anyway, but it's worth a shot. Uh, that's it for us tonight. Be sure to hit the thumbs up on this video on your way out. And if you're listening on audio, be sure to give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple. We also have bonus audio-only episodes um, coming weekly, so you're going to want to yep. make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Like I mentioned, Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever. They have their own podcast in Google. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. Sounds good. <laughs> sounds I legit. bought it. Sounds legit. Yeah. Uh, anywho, that's it from us. You can follow us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Abraka Danielle. And you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Again, be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you never miss when we go live. And you never miss any of our bonus content as well because we have a lot of it. But mm -hmm. enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening, everyone. Go send some love to the PHNX Suns crew because they probably need it. We will see everybody tomorrow at 2.